the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And every day, every hour, we see the need for people to fulfill the obligations of that most important political office if you want to continue living in a free country. If you don't care about that, then, uh, you know, never mind. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host, Don Dix, and we're both still in our secret underground bunkers. You know, it's, it's so much better. We just, you know, you don't need to take a shower. You don't <clears> need to shave. You don't need to get in the car and drive anywhere. You don't have to worry about getting beat up by rioters and activists that have infiltrated the protests throughout this country. Yeah. So, so we're just, you know, we're, we're, in, we're in our uh, respective... Uh, Underground bunkers, well armed, and uh, you know uh, we're ready. We we're ready for anything here. You know, I I had a real I had a real scare here, and you you've seen these with the proliferate the systemic racism and just how blatantly racist America is, and all these hate crimes that are happening all over the country. Um, and I had a real scare here at home. Is uh, I, I walked into my bedroom and I saw a KKK hood. I was and I was I was severely traumatized for several hours. Did you call the FBI? Yeah, I did. And 15 agents arrived at my door to investigate this hate crime. Um, and they, 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 they determined, however, it was just a fellow case. I knew that was coming. Yeah. Oh, well. Had tip to Dinesh D'Souza on, on that on that. Indeed. I saw that same tweet and Dinesh D'Souza is spot on because we're, you know, we're, we're, we've entered an era where we can literally find racism in any corner we look if we look hard enough and are creative enough to be able to see it. Or, you know, the basic problem, I think we, who was that professor from Tennessee we had on last year? I forget the, Riley, oh, Riley? Something Wilfred Riley. And he wrote a book on hate crimes and how almost all of them are fake and, and hoaxes. And he explained that the demand for hate crimes in America far exceeds the supply. Hence, you have to make, make these things up. And this guy, uh, the Bubba Wallace, the NASCAR driver that uh, reports a hate crime and then is literally 15 agents descend on the racetrack only to realize that it's the, it's a pole rope on the garage door. And according to a uh, Tucker Carlson this week, every garage at that racetrack had a similar pole rope. Not only he, that, but, this, but he was, he was loving every minute of it. He was yeah. all over MSDNC and CNN and talking about the racism. And he was a victim and he got all the other NASCAR drivers escorted him up to the head of the line for the, for the race. And, and of course, no other race, race car driver there would have dared say, you know, could this just be a pole rope? And we should have known. We should have known was when they didn't release a picture until well after the fact of this supposed noose that should have been a giveaway. There was a hoax aside from, of course, the record of noose and hate crime hoaxes all across the country. Like in Oakland, that there was, that there was some ropes in a tree and the mayor, goes, we're going to get racism. We're going to get them. We're going to get them. And turned out there was no loop. There was no noose. It was just some ropes in the tree that were used for exercise and recreation, a little swing you can swing around on under the tree. Right. You know, mean, meanwhile, this 
the existence of this uh, supposed noose existed before that garage was assigned to the NASCAR driver, Bubba, Bubba Wallace. But it didn't take him long to sign a contract with a manufacturer to produce a scale-sized version of his car in black with Black Lives Matter written down the side of it. Um, I understand those have been flying off the shelf, as has his uh, merch, is what they call it, uh, as has his merchandise site, which apparently has crashed several times under the weight of people ordering uh, stuff. So there's definitely um, an ec- you know an e- economic aspect to this. But there is a very real threat here, and it goes uh, beyond these types of events to a Black Lives Matter leader who has threatened to burn the country down. This happened on Fox News. Greater New York Black Lives Matter leader Hawk Newsom made an appearance on Fox News on Wednesday night and literally threatened to burn the country down if demands aren't met. This movement, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, is becoming one of the most powerful political movements in American history. And it's all happening under the threat of additional destruction, riots, if their demands aren't met. His quote from the show is, if this country doesn't give us what we want, then we will burn down the system and replace it. All right. And I could be speaking figuratively or I could be speaking literally. It's a matter of interpretation. What, given what has unfolded, um, you know, over the past couple of weeks, um, I choose to take him literally uh, because he is uh, somebody with some influence in this organization. Uh, not only that, some of the other Black Lives Matter leaders are self-professed Marxists. Um, and that came out in a CNN interview with uh, one of the Black Lives Matter leaders. This movement, folks, has has it may have had an honest organic start in the streets of Ferguson, but it was almost immediately co-opted by professional organizers who are behind literally everything that is being organized in the shadows in order to take this country down. And that move that that extends from the climate change green movement, you know, the, this this canard of man-caused climate disaster is going to end the, the world in 10 years, um, to nearly every far-left political agenda uh, that is threatening America. And that even includes, Greg, the Electoral College, because what's developing off in the distance on November 3rd is what some are describing as the nightmare scenario where uh, if they can... And let's be clear, all of this from the impeachment hearings that kicked off this year to the the co-opting of the uh, covid pandemic to keep this country um, to, to kill this country's economy, because guess what? The economy was the main card, the biggest card, I would say, in Donald Trump's uh, deck of cards for reelection. So it killed the economy, taking remove effectively removing that card to some degree. Depends on what happens between now and and November. Um, and then, of course, you know the mar- the, the 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 very unfortunate uh, murder of George Floyd on March twenty fifth, and then the co opting of that across the United States. These organizations, Greg, stood at the ready for such an event. They were just primed and ready. For a triggering event like the murder of uh, George Floyd, in order to move this uh, this sweeping, and now we're seeing statues being removed, statues that don't necessarily have anything to do with racism or slavery. Um, I mean, the list is it almost defies recounting it uh, in a one-hour radio show. But this entire effort is all about focusing a laser beam on November 3rd, undoing the prospects of a re-election of Donald Trump and electing the shell of a man named Joe Biden, who has an, a complete lack of ability to articulate an agenda that would be meaningful to people of the United States embedded in his organization are the people that will continue to advance this country towards a Marxist future. And that nightmare scenario, Greg, is an election where the results aren't known for weeks. 
if they can get it close enough in those key electoral states to where they within a margin of error they can they can helicopter in attorneys in order to challenge this election that is a nightmare scenario i i feel is very legitimate and developing off in the distance well, I think so. And uh, or if it's not even close if, if they're able to steal the election. And there are power, powerful forces. We've already seen the use of the coronavirus, as you said, to, to tank, to wreck the economy and pre-planned, organized race riots all across the country, uh, waiting for the right mo- trigger event to happen. And what, what do they have planned for? September and October, you add to that the uh, worsening big dem tech censorship. They will, the big dem tech companies will also serve as get out the vote for the Democrat Party. Uh, massive amounts of money. Uh, ISIS, we, and we saw, the, we saw people being threatened and harassed trying to get into Donald Trump's rally in Tulsa, as well as them just registering uh, large numbers of people to sign up fake on a fake basis, just so the, to take keep other people out of the rally. So the, the Democrat Party's dirty tricks are only beginning, and they have their ongoing vote fraud in any state where they can do their vote by mail. That's the, that, that's that's facilitated with even more, uh, more even more vote fraud. Uh, so there are very very powerful forces, and I think you also have to look at it internationally. The, the government of China is going to do everything possible to elect Joe Biden and uh, defeat Donald Trump. And probably a lot of other foreign countries will get involved in that. Our own deep state, which is not under very good, which is only nominally controlled by Donald Trump's appointees at the top, but are permeated top to bottom with partisan Democrats. So you look at this vast array of forces against or arrayed against America. Uh, it is uh, it is a very challenge. It, it is it's a very challenging situation. I mean, it's not hopeless. You know, is will the people really vote for the party of rioting and looting and tearing down our history? Will the part will the people really vote for a man who took a very thinly disguised billion and a half dollar bribe from China? Will, will the will the people in the industrial heartland states vote for the man who voted for NAFTA? and supported the Trans-Pacific Partnership, and supported China's entry into the WTO, all of which facilitated the hollowing out of thousands of, hundreds if not thousands of cities and towns all across the heartland of America. Mm. Are they really going really to really vote for, the, for someone in a party that believes in open borders at a time of high unemployment, and that every foreigner who steps foot in America should get free health care paid for courtesy of American taxpayers. Are they really going to vote for that? We shall see. And there may be another little is when you see people being fired left and right, not politically left and right, but all over for the most innocuous. Well, you know, maybe defunding the police isn't such a good idea. Is there are there going to be people that might even be Democrats, might even consider themselves to be liberals, are going to go, you know, it was it was fine when they came to censor conservatives. It was fine when they came to censor, you know, Michelle Malkin or Ann Coulter or whoever or Donald Trump. But when they come to start censoring me, maybe we're going too far. So we shall see. But oh, this is yeah, this is uh this is a very grave. The republic is on the line. Our freedom is on the line in this election. So it's, it's not even about a conventional election. It's about whether we're going to continue as a free country. I, I think we saw the Democrats in the Senate out themselves just along the lines of what you said this week when Senator Tim Scott put forward a very real uh, piece of legislation that would help to fix many of the problems that the left says exists in our policing communities. And the Democrats in the Senate literally filibustered uh, Senator Scott's bill that was going to address the key issues 
that are plaguing or that are said to plague our nation's police forces, use of force, uh, everything from banning certain chokeholds all the way up to, um, you know, certain types of, of additional training. I mean, it was a very comprehensive approach. He even offered Greg that they could pass on, they could include an unlimited number of, of, uh, of amendments in order to, to include whatever it is that his bill, according to them, left out. But what did Democrats in the Senate do? They shut down the process for advancing a bill that probably would have died in the House anyways. But the point is, they wouldn't even allow that to get out of the Senate. Why? Was it because the, the, it didn't have in it the, the aspects of, uh, you know, uh, fixing the problems that they say exists as it relates to police use of force and some of the other matters regarding community policing across this country? No, it had nothing to do with that. In fact, when Senator Schumer took to the floor to discuss the bill, he didn't even mention Senator Scott's name in his remarks on what happened. Senator McConnell pointed that out. The Speaker of the House can say, uh, that Senator Tim Scott and his 48 co-sponsors are trying to get away with the murder of George Floyd and Democrats just cheer her on. This was what uh, Senator Cotton pointed out uh, that was uh, that was unfolding. This this is a, a clear indication that the Democrats have no intention of fixing the problem. All they want to do is use it for political gain. It's 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 horrible we've gone on long enough here it's time to hear from our sponsor for this half of united ie radio ed hoffman of summit funding the place to go for your real estate lending needs both residential and commercial back after this Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And never was there a time uh, in recent history of our country that it was necessary for people to uh, understand that this is no time for acting as business as usual. There are extraordinary threats to the future of the republic, and it requires Literally all hands on deck. We had a couple of events this week we'll talk about in the second half of the show, Greg, uh, that we should recap for folks about why uh, both of these events highlight things that are critically important for people to understand uh, that are unfolding. We, we've been talking about this, uh, this, this sweeping narrative since uh, the the killing of the murder of George Floyd on May 25th that is it that is captured the attention of this country uh much of it uh is a uh in my opinion a a narrative that is being used to advance a political agenda uh this notion of systemic institutional racism much like the narrative that's being used to advance a, a, another a uh, policy uh, set of policies called global man-made global climate change. The only thing man-made about global climate change is the is is the study that says that ninety-seven percent of all scientists agree. That's been debunked unmercifully. But yet, even as we talk, there are 
uh, when, I, when I looked at the protests and the riots unfolding, one of the things to me was clear. The vast majority of people participating in the protests and more importantly, the riots seem to be people that were under the age of 30. These are people that have been taught in our education systems to hate America, to regard the blemish and the scar of racism as a sign of uh, systemic institutional racism that continues to this day and must be eradicated. Greg, once you accept the premise that, that a problem exists, it's very easy to move to the solution step. What has been unfolding in this country is the, uh, is, is the advancement that a problem exists and now the solution. One of those solutions is the Assembly and Senate in the state of California voted overwhelmingly and along, in a bipartisan manner to support making ethnic studies a graduation requirement at the California State University system. This is something that is, uh, according to the state legislature, bipartisan. But there are people, Greg, that are looking at the results of what the Cal State University system is able to, uh, to accomplish in terms of educating students and saying, we better get a lot better at teaching these students both arithmetic and basic English skills before we try to indoctrinate them into what will definitely become a far left indoctrination zone called ethnic studies. Oh yeah. These are, these are all um, Marxist anti-American victimology in one very variations of, of, uh, of, of different colors. And there are not, not enough students are real, you know, this isn't going to help me get a job. This isn't going to help my future. So they've been, not enough people are signing up for it. So, of course, the response of the government, of the Democrat Party, mostly Democrats, although some Republicans had joined in on this, was to uh, make it mandatory. And they say, well, you know, Lingling Chang, state senator from prior district, is in the western part of San Bernardino County, is... We need to promote critical thinking about race in America. And, of course, there is absolutely no critical thinking permitted in any ethnic studies department by faculty or by students. It is all the party line of systemic racism and oppression and what a terrible place America is. And it's not just recognizing a problem. It is when the problem is, quote, systemic racism, unquote. Well, that means, and it's, so you can never confine it, you can never see it, you can never get rid of it. It's, all, it's always there, and it means then you have to change the entire system. Wow, gee, well and behold, that sounds like yep. what Obama said and, 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 and the, the, um, and the, the uh, Biden avatar for Obama said is we have to fundamentally transform the United States of America. Now, in a profile on courage, a, a Tony Lima, a uh, professor of economics at the Cal State University East Bay campus, said, quote, Cal State University is today graduating students who cannot do basic algebra, supposedly a requirement for admission to the university. They can also not compose a paragraph, much less an entire research paper. Once the CSU has figured out how to teach those two R's, they can take time to guarantee full employment for ethnic studies faculty. and." Uh, I haven't heard of this guy being fired yet or a petition or movement to get him fired. But these days, that to say the truth like that is a real profile and courage. You know what? Why are we running a university system? Why are we paying all this money for a university system, a quote university system, unquote, that cannot, whose graduates cannot write a paragraph? Yeah, I mean, it seems to me that the most important uh, focus of a university is to make sure that people are job ready and job capable, capable of, of uh, you know, knocking down a job when they get out of, of school. Um, I'm not sure how ethnic studies uh, helps them uh, get a job when they come out, but it definitely uh, is something that, you, that these uh, student activists uh, see as necessary because for more than 50 years, these communities of color 
Students and faculty have advocated for ethnic studies with hunger strikes, rallies, and sit-ins. So here it is. So good, it has to be mandatory. Stay tuned for the second half of Unite IE Radio after the break. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that is accumulated in your bank account from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available. So if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free. So call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. I was just looking through the uh, draft uh, Democrat Party platform, and there was on the, on, in their education section, it says, give us the child for eight years, and it will be a socialist forever. <laughs> or, or in words similar to that. Yes. Now, that, that's a variation on what Lenin said is give us the child for eight years and it will be a Bolshevik forever, but the same philosophy. And we talked about how they're doing this with ethnic studies, which is all leftist, anti-American, racist indoctrination. And we talked to and it's going on in the government run schools, the 1619 Project. Uh, they're pushing a book uh, called White Fragility, which is a anti-white racist screed that is being used in corporate HR departments, universities, in quote marks, of course, and in now in the, in the government-run schools, it basically teaches if you're a white person and you deny you're a racist, that proves you're a racist. And if you're a white person and you admit you're a racist, then of course you're a racist. Oh, so like, which it's kind of your witch trials. If you throw the witch weighted down with stones into the river and the witch comes to the surface, to witch if it doesn't if the witch does not rise to the surface well then and drowns yep. yeah you know this this is uh it goes even further than that greg and and it, it is now if you are silent about racism if you don't say anything to acknowledge that racism exists you're a racist so silence is now complicit in this diabolical uh effort to uh, drive this narrative deep into the consciousness of America. And yeah. you know what? You you had me at, hey, uh, George Floyd was murdered by a cop that used excessive force. Other murders that have happened of unarmed black men, we, we need to dial back uh, and, and train cops to be better, uh, to better handle uh, situations that require use of force. You had me there. You even had me at, oh, some cops are racist and use their uniform and their, uh, their ability to wield power, uh, to, to, to be racist cops. You had me there. But then you pushed the envelope way over the line into, I'm a racist because I don't buy into your narrative of racism is everywhere. Now, one of the things that we've both talked about on this show is where does the majority of this indoctrination come from? And much of it comes from the universities. It's starting to come much, much more from primary education. And we saw during this pandemic the shutdown of public schools and how parents were forced 
to go into this mode of homeschooling, a version, or let, you could even call it maybe homeschooling light, where uh, the parents, uh, the kids were at home and they had to connect with their schools, uh, you know, a certain amount of time during the week. Uh, whether or not that actually happened is a, it, that's a whole different rabbit hole because I'm hearing a lot of stories about how uh, this distance learning was a joke. But let's just assume it was working uh, and firing on all eight cylinders. Um, parents are discovering that there are advantages to homeschooling, that maybe they don't need two jobs. They're finding that they're kind of getting by now, uh, but that their uh, concerns about the indoctrination that's happening in public schools are legitimate. And let's decide on whether we should be homeschooling. You held an event this week that was designed to give parents more information about the possibilities and the benefits of homeschooling. What are some of the things you discussed at that event? Well, first from the get-go is we had Rebecca Friedrichs, who is a, we've been on our show. She's a 20, she was a 28-year teacher, took on the teacher union, wrote the book about that, about that battle, standing up to Goliath, is now an advocate for getting children out of the government-run schools into alternatives of either good private schools or or homeschooling. So she kind of laid it out as to why you should get your children out of the government-run schools. Low academic performance, the indoctrination we've talked about, uh, the pornographic triple X sex education that uh, transgender and teaching boys can be girls and girls can be boys. Um, So all all the multitude of reasons to get your children out. And then we had uh, Rebecca Kosis from the Christian Home Educators Association, who with a whole plethora of resources, there's an amazing amount of resources available to parents who do homeschool, not only in academics, not only in materials, but also in the community of homeschoolers to provide mutual support. And you're not giving, you don't give up socialization. You don't give up uh, being able to uh, do, engage in extracurricular activities. We also had Denise Soto, who was with California School Choice, and we're aiming for an initiative to bring school choice to California in the 20, in November 2022 election. And she is what I call the Jedi Master of homeschooling. She homeschools her children, has since 2012, and has been able to use all these resources extremely effectively to design an education program for her children that she thinks is best for her children. And every parent then has that opportunity to custom design, not one size fits all of the government run schools where it's dumbed down to the lowest level, but custom design for your children. And she told us how Redlands Tea Party Patriots supported it, but it's really organized by the Ark Church of the Nazarene and their Salt and Light Council there. And the church is going to be an ongoing support center homeschooling. So this is not just a one-off event. And the video is going to be available. Uh, we'll post it on our YouTube site, as well as on the church, arcnaz.com. So if you missed it, you can still go back and hear this great instruction and uh, sign up for their, for their emails. You'll, you'll get more, there'll be more meetings, there'll be more opportunity to, because there's an ongoing effort. It's not just a one-off conference. So it's, it's real, it, it, this is a vital effort the country. It's not just your children. This, if Put it this way. If you love God, if you love America, and or if you love your children, you will find a way to get them out of the government-run schools where they are dumbed down academically, patriotically, religiously, and morally. And to your point, not only that, there is also the matter of separating parents from their children and parental rights. We uh, saw earlier this or, or last year an undercover video where a an attorney from the ACLU was instructing school districts throughout Riverside County about the about the legality and the process of taking young girls uh, out of school and taking them to Planned Parenthood for abortions without their parents' knowledge. It is as clear as day in the way that I'm presenting it as to the way that the ACLU presented it, and it's perfectly legal. Parents don't know that. They don't realize how much schools separate parents from their children. 
But to the advantages of school choice, I got I mean, of uh, homeschooling, Greg, I just got to share a little bit about my experience. You mentioned Rebecca Kosis and the Christian Home Educators Association. We bought a booth at their convention last year. And it was a, it was, uh, we were there to do interviews of some of the people that were vendors there, uh, homeschool legal defense uh, association, uh, other organizations that provide services and curriculum. And I, I gotta tell you, it's been sort of a progression over, a, over a number of years, but I, I held, uh, some beliefs about homeschooling that that my experience completely shattered. One being the socialization aspect. Everybody has this, uh, you know, has bought into this narrative that kids don't social don't learn socialization. What I found was exactly the opposite. That the kids in public schools only socialize with people with kids their own age, but kids in homeschooling socialize not only with kids their own age, but with lots of adults. And their socialization skills go way beyond those of kids in private school, uh, in public school. That was one observation. That was one, uh, let's just call it, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Greg? Uh, revelation. Uh, revelation, but, uh, but a, uh, a, a, Beliefs, a belief about homeschooling that was inaccurate, that was shattered. There was another one that illuminated the benefit of homeschooling in the parent-child relationship. And that was when we interviewed someone that had, uh, that creates curriculum for the study of classic literature. And what she shared with me is that the journey that parents go on together with their children and learning about classic literature was something that bound the parents and the children together more, I mean, that whole process, not just classic literature, but she was the one that brought it out. And she was saying that most parents have never read these books. So they're actually going on this journey, this education journey together. And that to me illuminated the value. And it was reiterated when I talked to about 60 parents who came by our booth. Um, that w- That to me was hammered home in just talking to the parents and uh, seeing the way that the children would interact with me, uh, kids, young adults really is how I would characterize them. These weren't really children. They were young adults. They were highly functional uh, young adults. And the stories and the anecdotes that came out from that day com- completed the process of turning me into a total supporter of homeschooling. And it is the way that we reclaim America by moving people out of the public education system and into homeschooling and then causing the public education system to collapse under its own financial weight. Either, either collapse or to save it, to save itself, reform. Right. That's, that's the, old, the only possibility of reform yep. the government run schools, which the entrenched interest, the bureaucracy, the teacher unions, uh, the only possible way to reform them is if they, they, they decide they need to reform in order to keep their jobs. And I'm not sure they'll even do that because they're so ideologically committed to Marxism and tearing down the country. Yep. But that's the only that's the only possibility. But you, until there is school choice, unless you can afford private school, your only your only alternative to save your children is homeschooling, and with possibly also as a result of the coronavirus uh, pandemic and lockdown, is there are probably going to be more people working from home, if not full-time, at least part-time. And just like we're, we used to go into the studio every week for to record our show, and now even though we could go into the studio, we're still recording from home and saving the, saving the time driving to and from. So if, you, if, if parents are now home more, they, they have the opportunity to do some homeschooling and grandparents. If you're, if, if the, if the parents, your children can't, they need both need to work out the outside of the home. You can help, you can help fulfill this role. And this may be the most valuable service you can render both to your grandchildren to provide them with a quality education and to your country. So they are indoctrinated, not indoctrinated. So they are taught the truth and why they should love this country and why this country represented a quantum leap forward in human freedom, self-government, and prosperity. Not perfect, but, but a quantum level improvement over whatever of everything that had preceded America in history. Yep. 
Now, there was another town hall event that occurred. This one was online talking about the gutting of Proposition 13. That's the 1978 proposition that protects homeowners and business owners from runaway property taxes. And Greg, there's a link directly between what we were just talking about, schools, and the gutting of Prop 13. We'll talk about what that link is and why people all across the state of California need to be aware of what will be on the ballot this coming November that will gut the property tax protections of Prop 13. After this word from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite IE radio show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. And every two years and sometimes in between, private citizens do one of the important jobs of uh, being a citizen in the republic, and that is to vote. And this coming November, Greg, the ballot is going to be stuffed with measures that people, besides voting on uh, candidates for president all the way down to city council, there's going to be a number of ballot measures that are going to be on the uh, ballot this year, one of which we covered in a town hall two weeks ago called the Keep Cal Safe uh, Act. It's uh, if you want to find more information about that, go to keepcalsafe.org and you can learn about uh, a bill that will help close the loopholes of Prop 47, 57, and AB 109 that are allowing property crime to run away uh, unaddressed, uh, shoplifting. But the other one that was that's going to be on the ballot that we covered this week in a town hall on Thursday night has to do with the gutting of Proposition 13. Uh, Proposition 13 has since 1978, Greg, protected business and property owners, uh, home homeowners uh, from the uh, rapidly increasing uh, property taxes of uh, these escalating of these these uh, prices for real estate that keep going up and, you know, keeping people in their homes uh, and protected from runaway property taxes uh, has been the purpose of Prop 13. And Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association has been defending that uh, since 1978. Now there is a measure that has just qualified uh, to be on the ballot that will gut Prop 13 by creating something called split roll. Roll, the word roll refers to the property tax rolls. Every 50, all 58 counties have assessors and they have property rolls that they manage for and uh, collect taxes on based on the assessed value. That assessed value was capped. The increase of that was capped by Prop 78, Prop, uh, yeah, Proposition 78. But now, uh, this new uh, effort called split roll will remove those protections from business property. This is this is backed by the school unions to raise between twelve and fifteen billion dollars a year for schools. It would be the biggest property tax increase in forty years, Greg, and it would ultimately be increases in cost that would get passed along to consumers most likely, but it would also possibly chase small businesses out of this state because many of those businesses lease property on triple net leases, which passes along every expense along to the person that owns uh, the business that leases under a triple net lease. That increase in property taxes will either get passed along to consumers or force these businesses to pack up and leave California. Ultimately, it's not the businesses that are going to pay for this. It'll be the consumers in terms of higher prices. I mentioned a link between schools and the gutting of Prop 13. 
because there's an organization that is called Schools and Community First that has been backing this. There's, there was already one on the ballot that was inartfully worded. There is now a second that is now on the ballot. And Greg, there's a number of different lies that are being used to try to get people to vote on, uh, you know, we've got to take care of our students. Um, this, this is uh, what I think both of us and a lot of people cannot really tolerate is when organizations lie in order to advance their agenda. Um, what are you hearing about Prop 13, Greg? Well, I think, I think you summarized it well, is that, it will, that the public campaign by the government employee unions, uh, this is focused on big businesses. This is on big corporations, uh, knowing that understanding that California voters are happy to raise taxes as long as they believe the tax increase is going to be paid by someone else. But when they when they realize, if they realize that they personally will pay the tax increase, they are much less likely to. Although sometimes they still do because they use the ploy, you know, if, you know, if you don't pass this tax increase, uh, the gas tax, you know, we're, we're, you know, bridges are going to be falling down all over the state of California, and people are going to be dying if you don't pass if you don't raise the gas taxes. And of course, they immediately siphon off almost all the money into other things, not repairing the roads and bridges. As and the same thing with the local tax increases, you know, if, if, you know, we're going to have to lay off all these policemen and firefighters, fire the cops and firefighters first, if you don't vote to raise taxes. So yeah, this is a, so there, there, there's going to be a very well financed campaign for it as well as, as well as against it. And it's not, and it's not, it's not just, so small businesses are going to pay it. So you just look at your, or any, any commercial property with, with the minor exceptions that we don't have time to deal you know, quite in that fine print, but they raise the property tax on your supermarket. What do you think is going to happen to the price of food? I think it'll go up. Okay. Very well, very well, very well could happen. And as you pointed out, it's going to get the, the, the tax increase is going to get passed through to small business who almost all of them lease their property under what you call triple net leases in which all the, the lessors costs, including property taxes, get passed through to the tenant. And there's also another, another feature of it is, is <clears throat> there's going to be, when you're in deciding what the assessment is, if you know your residential properties are easier to assess. Okay, you have a three-bedroom home in this area. You look at other three similar three-bedroom homes, similar or just size, sales, similar area, and you go, okay, you, you, it's much easier to get a uh, get a fix on it. But if you're gonna, for example, uh, Tyler Mall in Riverside, or the uh, crossings over in Redlands, or other 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 commercial properties, or you have a, a factory, or you have a refinery, or whatever it is, that's much harder. To evaluate, so the government's going to come in and go. Well, we think it's you know we, we think the property value has gone up by fifty percent, one hundred percent, and then the the taxpayers all across the, the state are going to be, have to be litigating with their with the prop with the with the count with the county tax assessors over what the valuation is, and the tax assessor, of course, has every incentive to inflate it. The lessors, property owners, actually may not have much incentive to contest it because they're just going to pass it on through. So you have this, this litigation burden on top of the tax increase burden on top of, it's not like this is the only reason that business might want to move out of California. They constantly give reasons to do, to move out of California, the taxes, regulations, fees, costs, uh, litigate. Uh, it's every year they'd make it more risky, costly, and burdensome to do business here and create jobs here. Now, you mentioned tax assessors. All 58 county tax assessors have come out against this attempt to do split role. Because guess who gets to implement it? It's the property tax assessors departments. And they've said that these laws are so complex as to be unimplementable. They're saying that in some cases, it could cost billions of dollars to upgrade computer software and the whole process in order to implement this. Now. Earlier in the program, when we started off, we were talking about Bubba Wallace, who's the NASCAR driver, um, and you know the fact that he called attention to a noose in his garage that he said was a hangman's noose. 
But what was interesting is right on that page was an advertisement by an organization called Schools and Community First. They were saying, we'll invest in our communities. This is the organization behind this attempt to do split role. And on their website, it says they are reclaiming $12 billion a year for schools. Commercial property tax loopholes will be closed. There was never a loophole. There was a unified uh, assessment poll. And then finally, oh, they're going to protect all homeowners and renters by maintaining the tax protections of all residential property. We know full well they're going to come after that in a couple of years once they're able to get this passed. Bullpucky that they're protecting homeowners, those are the ones that are next on the chopping block. Those are just some of the lies that we discussed at the town hall. That video, along with the video of your homeschool uh, town hall, will be available soon for viewing. Greg, another great show. If we do say so ourselves. And an important show. So tune in every Saturday at 4 p.m., the Unite IE radio show, where we will tell you how to save the republic. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 Dancer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. California DRE ID number 1012658. Arizona, NMLO license number 0926439. Grant, NMLS ID number 1841782. Summit Funding Incorporated, NMLS ID number 31199. Arizona license number 0925837. Equal housing opportunity. AM 590. The answer.